Hello. How's it going? My name's James. Nice to meet you. I'm the host of this podcast. The podcast is Bad Book Club. Um, this is episode two. It's going to be a lot shorter than the last one. I, uh, after doing a big chunk of the first half an hour of it, I've been really, really, really struggling to sit down and listen to any, <laughs> any more of it. Um, I've talked a lot about it, though, with friends uh, who have listened to the podcast, and um, they told me a few things. One, that um, Forrest Gump's love interest is not called Ginny. <laughs> it's called Jen. It, she's called Jenny, not it. Um, yeah, um, my excuse is that I'm listening to an audiobook that is uh, spoke in a fake southern accent. So every time he says, Jenny, I thought, you were saying Ginny, not Jenny. So, yeah, also... Um, I've decided that I'm not going to watch the film until I have uh, finished this book because a few conversations with people, I'm very confused. Apparently, um, I don't know if you remember Sue, who played a big part in the last chapter because she was a, uh, or she was a um, orangutan um, who could answer phones and could work in a, uh, um, a shrimp factory or shop, whatever that business was, and um, yeah, apparently that was in the film Lieutenant Dan's uh, fiance or girlfriend's called Sue, so I don't know why <laughs> uh, she's now a uh, orangutan, and also um, Jenny apparently dies of AIDS in the film, so that kind of um, explains why no one knew why she died or her husband died who wasn't even with her. Um, what else? A lot of people telling me they, um, that I've been uh, that I'm ruining <laughs> the film for them because they know that this book exists now and how fucking dumb it is. So yeah, um, on that note, let's start it. Chapter two of Gump and Co. I'm gonna before it starts as well. I'm gonna play a little clip. I'm gonna try and find a clip of this audiobook to kind of like show you what the fuck I'm dealing with and why it is pretty painful to listen to. Um, yeah, cool. Simon & Schuster Audio presents Gump & Company by Winston Groom. Read by Will Patton. Let me say this. Everybody makes mistakes, which is why they put a rubber mat around spittoons. But take my word for it. Don't never let nobody make a movie of your life story. Whether they get it right or wrong, it don't matter. Problem is, people be coming up to you all the time, asking questions, poking TV cameras in your face, wanting your autograph, telling you what a fine fella you are. Ha. Sweet. So, chapter two. I don't know if you remember, um, Forrest had recently just lost his job as uh, 
American football player for the New Orleans Saints because he didn't he forgot to phone in sick and um didn't tell didn't manage didn't really think about to mention that he's gonna go find his um his real son that um he needs to see because his uh um ex girlfriend died. Like he just didn't mention that. He just kind of just left and um went to do it anyway. Um so yeah, he got sacked. And then, um, yeah, he's got a new job, interview for a promotional representative, whatever that means. I'm pretty sure last episode I thought, I was thinking it might be sales. But, yeah, so the next day, literally, he's at the job. Um, he's at a motel. Uh, ten people are there. A thin, tall, suntan guy walks in the room, how, how Gump describes him. And, obviously, his name is Slim because it's a shit book, and everyone in this book has fucking shit names. Um, Slim keeps talking about how knowledge is everything, words around, uh, words are all around the world, and uh, it revolves around the world revolves around knowledge. Um, he starts, Slim starts pulling out these posters with like, and then there's a long list of things on the posters, which is definitely didn't even need to be in the book he's like comes like there's dinosaurs on there there's microwaves on there there's uh there's tigers on there. it's just a list of just any fucking thing and long story short some guy in the crowd's like oh we're not gonna sell encyclopedias door to door are we and he's like no way we're gonna um we're not selling them we're placing them in people's houses so the stranger um is so angry he slams the door as he leaves and then kind of really like out of character well what I believe to be Forrest Gump's character like to be uh, Forrest Gump says I was so worried that he slammed the door so hard that it would hit the next guy in the asshole. not the butt not the butt not the ass just directly on the asshole. so um yeah, he finally takes the job. Um, basically, the deal with the encyclopedia, just in case you're worrying um, that you don't really know the details of this next job that he has, um, half an hour into it. Basically, he um, they don't sell the encyclopedias on the day. They basically uh, give them to him, but they the buyer needs, well, the customer needs to... Uh, sign a contract uh, so they buy an encyclopedia every year until they're dead uh, basically the slim tells Forrest to like look for uh, toys outside and, and uh, just children because we want to prey on uh, young families which I thought was a bit scary um, it really reminds me um, side note it really reminds me of my old job I used to be um, a door to door salesman when I first moved to Brighton because I had no idea what I want, what I wanted to do, and how to pay rent. So I sold. Um, uh, I was an energy efficiency surveyor. Uh, basically, I sold. Um, I can't even fucking remember what it's called. Like, not central heating, but um, uh, like wall cavity filler sort of thing like that. So I'd have to knock on someone's door, give them this whole spill about, oh no, nothing serious. It's just me, James, the energy surveyor around this area. 
um, I'm just going to survey your house. Is that okay? They said yes. And then I'd have to like draw, drill holes in their walls and like look in a camera and take a photo. I had no idea what I was doing. It was insane. But um, it is kind of really reminding me of my job because basically Forrest tells, uh, tells us, the listeners, that he gets dropped off in the middle of nowhere and has to walk around for hours trying to sell this shit. So he um, decides he wants to try a nice house or as he says, a mansion is what other people would call it. And then he keeps saying the word mansion until he gets there. An old lady answers, um, but she said, um, Forrest lets us know that she, even though she's old, he still fancies her. Um, Mrs. Alice Hopewell, uh, he sa- she says, just call me Alice. And then, um, then Forrest still keeps calling her Mrs. Hopewell. It's fucking infuriating. It gets really like a porn film, like, hey, I've just come to uh, sell you some encyclopedias. Um, and she says, yeah, and she'd like, oh, do you want a drink, a bourbon, a whiskey or a gin, whatever? And uh, he says that he, uh, uh, Slim said they're not allowed to drink, so he just has a Coke. A Coca-Cola, not a Coca-Cola, a Coca-Cola. And he says that 50 times in the next bit. It was so infuriating. He just, like, to say cola or just think of just another word instead of Coca-Cola is very painful. Very, like, it was like getting stabbed in the ear constantly. Um, Yeah, so it carries on being, like, a porn story. And she says... She buys the, well, pays for the subscription to the encyclopedias and then says, I'm going to jump into a thing a little bit more comfortable. Uh, Forrest says something dumb, like she already looks comfortable, but I don't really know how she feels, whatever. Um, and then out of nowhere, he goes, Ugh, that tasted horrible. And then he takes another sip and goes, Ugh. And then this is the Coca-Cola, by the way. And he, um, and he says, It tastes like shit. Well, I don't know what shit tastes like, but I'm sure it does taste like shit. It's like, okay, mate, we don't actually think you've fucking eaten shit before. Like, I wouldn't have thought that. It's fine. Um, So, yeah, he goes to buy, uh, goes into the kitchen to pick up another one. Um, The whole fridge apparently is full of them. Gets another one, and then, ugh, that still tastes horrible. Instead of getting a glass of water, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and make it better. Because that's immediately what you do. Especially if it's in a can or a bottle. You'd definitely be like, do you know what? I can actually make this better. So, um, he, yeah, and then I wrote in brackets, definitely invents a famous drink. Um, so, yeah, he, he says, I mixed up a bunch of things, squished my hands together, and then put it in my Coca-Cola and then had a swig, and it was really nice. Um, goes back to porn, and um, she uh, basically says that her husband is uh, inventing a new Coca-Cola called New Coke, and that's why it tastes so bad. He hasn't figured out the recipe yet. And then um, it goes back to the porn thing, um, very hard, and she says, like, I need someone to... Uh, um, give me a massage upstairs and then I wrote in brackets I'm so confused because it just let the coke thing go for a bit 
Um, he starts giving them a must uh, a mustache. <laughs> he starts giving them a massage, um, but then he says he's thinking about Ginny and some other gal. So I start to think that like, maybe he's just like banging her, and, like, and he's just trying to make it better. And then he says a little man jumps in in a suit um, and set into the room out of nowhere and says, "I know. I need to add silver wool shavings to the coke, and that's gonna make it a bit better." And he doesn't know it's Forrest there, half naked or giving him a massage, whatever. Until he's like, are you the masseuse? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, do you like that Coke? And he's like, yeah, I've made it better. And he's like, what? And then obviously they go downstairs and then they go to make the new Coke. But infuriating as it is, as uh, Gun Piers, he can't remember it because he's a fucking idiot. And he's basically Homer Simpson. This is basically the Flaming Mo episode. Instead, he can't actually fucking do it. Um... I was really at, like, I was just like, fuck, like, because now I know that this is going to be another chapter. Um, so, yeah, they spend, like, all night trying to figure out this Coke recipe, which I'm definitely going to think it's going to be, like, cherry, I don't know, like, Dr. Pepper, maybe. Dr. Pepper's quite old as well, but it's definitely leads to something. Or um, the husband's going to end up killing themselves because he's so fucking angry that Gump fucked it all up. Um... Old lady just gets drunk through the whole thing and keeps suggesting threesomes. <laughs> She's like, why don't we go upstairs and just see what happens? And then her husband, who's called Alfred, um, comes up with a big plan. He's like, I'm going to do it. We're going to figure it out. I'm going to get the police down here to close off the house so we can gather everything that's in the house and take it to Atlanta to figure out what's in this recipe. I'm pretty sure the police can't do that. Like, I know Coca-Cola's got their hands in, like, many people's pies or pockets or whatever that expression is. But I'm pretty sure they don't have the police working for them, especially to make a pointless new fucking drink. And, um, but yeah, obviously Gump's like, all right, I'll go to fucking Atlanta with you because he's Forrest Gump and that's what the whole fucking book is. Um, so he goes home. Jenny's mum... Make some breakfast because obviously he can't because he's Forrest Gump. His her fucking daughter's dead, and he is just fucking living there for free, not even making her breakfast, not even really looking after the sun. Like he was there to see the sun, and the, the only thing he's ever done is watch fucking football with him, and took him to see the grave. And yeah, that's all he's fucking done. And so far, what money has he given him? nothing. He um, quits uh, his encyclopedia job. Um, Slim's anger at him, obviously. It's like literally the same thing what happened with um, the American football coach. And Jenny's mum's like, Jenny's mum's like, yeah, you, you got to tell little Forrest you're, you're his dad before you, before you go, before you fuck off again. See? Yeah, he's going again. He's going. So, to Atlanta, without little Forrest. Why can't he bring little Forrest with him? Um, he's like, can't I do it later? Or can't you do it? And she's like, no, you've got to do it now. And um, Arthur's picking up on a limo for some reason, because that's how people drive around in real life, don't they? They just go in fucking limos everywhere. Um, he, um, so yeah, he's like, starts giving Little Forest a spiel of like, be nice to Mrs. Jenny's mum. And he's like, of course I'm nice to her. She's my fucking grandma. 
And that's what I was thinking as well. I was like, yeah, nice one, little Forrest. And then he's like, and then Forrest Gump's like, oh, be good at school, um, etc., uh, etc. Et and he's like, why? Little Forrest's like, why are you telling me this? You're not my dad. He's like, well, I am. He's like, no, you're not. My dad's down, down wherever he is. He's like, that's another thing I'm gonna tell you because he's dead. He's like, no, he's not. Jeannie's mum, Jenny's mum had told me that he's picking me up soon. So she lied to him. Like, what the fuck? Like, he, he didn't really know his mum was dead till he went to the graveyard. And now he just found out his dad's dead from fucking a stranger who's um, about to tell him that he's his dad. So yeah, he tells him his dad, like, uh, Gump. He tells Little Forrest that Big Forrest is his dad. He doesn't believe him. He's like, no, you're not. You're a liar. He's like screaming at him. But then that's when the limo drives up. Uh, Forrest jumps in. And then the chapter ends with <laughs> him driving off in the limo and little Forrest screaming at him. So, is Forrest Gump really the good guy? It's a bit like, all he's doing is... How important is this new coca He hasn't even offered any money. He hasn't sought out anything, this guy. He doesn't even really know why he's going to Atlanta to make a new Coca-Cola. Why hasn't he told Ginny's mum that? Jenny's mum this? Why can't I stop saying Ginny? I just found this chapter very infuriating. I think you can tell. Um, but anyway, I'm going to play off with um, some nice music to uh, kind of like go with the theme of this episode. But um, uh, if you could, like, if you could maybe like Give this a five. St- it's on iTunes now, so if you can give this like a five star review, maybe, and a comment, maybe you could leave a shitty comment but a five star review. Like, imagine a stranger seeing that. How confused would they be? Maybe as confused as me. But anyway, just gonna play you off with some nice music. Have a good Monday. Love you. Bye. Coming to your something that